welcome to this week's edition of the Football Fan Show Podcast. I'm Danny, joined by Callum this week. We are chatting about managerial shenanigans and merry-go-rounds at Chelsea, Leicester City, and uh, I think we'll mention Reading and Paul Ince as well. Uh, plus, the 3pm football blackout. Is it going to continue? Apparently not. We discussed the more the cons of it than the pros, because there really isn't that many. We discussed it's... It, impact on football attendances, a potential impact on football attendances. Plus, we look at Burnley's promotion from the Championship and we have our first EFL relegation of the season. Hi Forrest Green, how are you doing? We're going to kick it off though by chatting about the first team promoted to the Premier League this season and that is Burnley. Yeah, so Burnley promoted champion, well, not the champions yet, but um, almost there. Uh, and it's led to speculation that uh, Vincent Company might leave Burnley to become the next manager of uh, comedy Tottenham Hotspurs. To comedy Tottenham Hotspurs. Um, he's denied yeah. this, of course, because no one worth it with half a brain would go for that job. Um, he's, of course, eyeing to be the next Manchester City boss after Pep Guardiola leaves, presumably. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, a strange just why why just let him manage Burnley next season in the Premier League let's see what happens and see what he can do yeah. because I doubt they'll play the way that they have done this season and stay up that, that's it like the, the, the two I'd say they play well and they, attacking and they're just they're too expensive team. yeah that's um, great then, in the championship when he goes to the Premier League only an idiot comes to the Premier League and goes yeah we're still going to play the same way when every other team is better than you like, yeah. So Vince Company would be an idiot if he did that. But the fact of the matter is, like, what happens is they get rid of a load of players and they bring in like twenty players. Nottingham Forest, example. Oh yeah. Um, and and Nottingham Forest are only just above, um, the precipice of relegation. Which is... uh, yeah. Forest are well, they're eighteenth, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Gold um, Yeah, Gold Standing by their manager, of course, uh, Steve Cooper, which is very, uh, very rare nowadays. Let's talk about managerial departures. Um, which, uh, which one do we want to tackle first? Uh, Graham Potter, oh. Brendan Rodgers. Uh, well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna, we'll do, we'll do Chelsea because I was just gonna talk about Chelsea. I was just gonna say, go um, depending on results, how results go, and you could look for the fixtures and think how many points they're gonna get. They could well be dragged into a relegation battle. I think they could be. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. Chances are they've probably already got enough points. Yeah. But but hang on. But look, if you look at the league table, right? They are eleventh on thirty nine points. The teams below them have not played as many games as them. They're only what's that? They're uh, eleven. They're twelve points above the relegation zone. I'm, I'm sure 12, they're safe. Eight, eight. There's only. Well, look at look. Well, look at the fixtures they've got. Seven games left. So that's what seven yeah. times three. Look, but they but think it right. Look, look at the right. They've got Man United is their next Premier League. Well, no, it was meant to be, but it got postponed. It, it's they've got uh, Brentford, uh, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Forest, City, Newcastle. And Man United's in there somewhere. Which team, like, how many points can you re- realistically, I'm speaking realistically, think they're going to get 
from them. Well, there's 21 points left to play for. Yeah. So, but look at the teams they're playing against. Assuming that you win. So if Nottingham Forest and Everton went on an unbelievable tear of all these wins, and then Chelsea, it's unrealistic. But then, yeah, they they could. But I doubt that's. Going that's, to that's it. Well, no, that's what I said. It's it's a possibility. You know, I'm not saying guaranteed. I mean, I'd love it to happen because it'd be freaking hilarious. Uh, and but oh. hold on, if he relegated Chelsea at the expense of Everton staying in the Premier League, he would then have the excuse of, "Well, I did say I was going to keep Everton in the Premier League. <laughs> I did my job." <laughs> Smooth. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Special Agent <laughs> Lampard. <laughs> Just like Special Agent Rafa was sent there to relegate yeah. them. Special Agent yeah. Lampard has has been sent there. Is, is the hero? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Anyway, speaking of uh, Everton, um, we'll go to uh, Deli Alley's injury in a bit. But Chelsea, uh, Frank Lampard replacing Graham Potter. Apparently, James Corden giving Todd Bowley advice saying, yeah, you need to. So there's one of two things that crossed my mind. Either Todd Bowley's an idiot for going to James, allegedly going to James Corden for footballing advice. Yeah. Or James yeah. Corden is the smartest man in the world in which, because if you remember, James Corden is a West Ham fan. He doesn't give a shit about Chelsea. Yeah, like don't West, don't West Ham and Chelsea, well, West Ham and I hate Chelsea. So why would you go yeah. to a West Ham fan? Like, exactly. Why would you go to James Corden for footballing advice? Like, <laughs> exactly. Todd Bowley. What you are a bumbling idiot. You've not managed in European football sports ever, and he makes himself managing director of this new club in England, Chelsea. What was he a massive sponsor? He doesn't know a thing about it. Gets rid of all the football people, you know, people with football knowledge. Consider himself himself, you know, master, um, you know, of his dominion, and goes to James Corden for advice. Why would you go? James Corden be the last person you'd go to for footballing yeah. advice. What does he know? Maybe it was um, I've, I've maybe got, it was an episode I've, of Carpool Karaoke with Todd Bowley. No, I've got I've got more football knowledge than in, in my left bottle sack than James Corden got. <laughs> hey, hey, maybe Todd Bowley played football manager once and won the Champions League with Chelsea, and thinking I could do that for real. I could do that for real. You know what? You know what? If he's gone off that, he may as well. He better come to you for advice. I mean, I would make a great director of football. I would make a great director. You'd, of you'd football. make a good, you make a good uh, kick guy. No, I, I, I'd be like Nathan Shelley from uh, from Ted Lasso, the the underappreciated person that then leaves to manage their rivals because I am that damn good. Chelsea would be you, great. Under you're that damn good. Go manage the rivals just to throw it in the face, yeah, and oh, laugh yeah, at them. I, I would. I would totally manage Fulham. You're that um, cynical, aren't you? You you would turn like that on on them, wouldn't you? That's the kind yeah. of person you are. Oh, absolutely. If they were to be foolish enough to get rid of me, yeah, I would. Ah, right. I would absolutely. The do revenge. It. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have revenge. Um, Star Wars. Um, I thought right. I thought you were going to go like do you do it? <laughs> do Full it. on Emperor. <laughs> do it. Yes. <laughs> Relegate them. Do it. <laughs> I will. I will. Calm down. I will. I will relegate Chelsea. Um, so yeah, uh, big big fat Frank is in. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do well. 
Um, it's a it's a ridiculous no. appointment because he wasn't good enough for them two years ago. Arguably, I thought it was a harsh sacking then, but a terrible appointment now. But it does prove the theory that there's only one place after Everton, and the only way is truly up. Think about it. Frank Lampard went to Chelsea. Carlo Ancelotti went to Real Madrid. The only way is... And, and Rafa Benitez got a job at Sky Sports. The only way is up after Everton. The what? only way is up. You get a better job well, once all... you get sacked well, by Well, that's them. obvious. You can't really go down from Everton, can you? Tranmere. Tranmere? I, I keep more of an eye on Tranmere than Everton scores this season. <laughs> I was uh, good uh, at the early say when I saw Croy's hand beat them. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, though, when they beat uh, Swindon on Monday. I can't remember that game. I didn't watch it. That's why I messaged um... you. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you see Graham Potter getting back into football management straight away? Apparently, the the, the I saw a story that he was like, "Who's your links with?" Well, I saw the story, and it it made me chuckle because it just went, "Oh, I'd be very." Apparently, he said, "I'd be very interested in the Southampton job if they stayed in the Premier League." It's just like, yeah, you know what? Right, okay. I'd be. I I would be very very interested in going on a date with Scarlett Johansson. It's not going to happen. If she, happen. She, if she ever if she ever thing if she like lowered her levels a lot, <laughs> and give me a chance, yeah. Like I would I would so, so, I would so, like to so, hang so out with General Ortega, but that's not going to happen either. So, so basically, he's being nice enough to Southampton say, oh yeah, I consider yeah. If you done the impossible and and stayed in the Premier League. If you were so uh, like, so if they got, so if they got relegated, you'd be like, nah, sorry, that's nah, like, you know, you're, you're yesterday's news. Yeah, you're below my level now. Like, Swipe left. Um, yes, <laughs> that that was one of the things I saw, which uh, which made me laugh. I I actually thought he might get appointed less. Leicester City it'd be, manager. It'd be like going, it'd be like you know what you your analogy there of swipe left. You, unless you go on Tinder right, seeing a picture, one picture of a girl with all the make, makeup on or whatever. And this is this is not why I think really. This is an, an analogy. Mm. Look at all the makeup, going oh, look nice. And about to swipe right, like, yeah, you know I would. And then seeing a picture without a makeup on the morning after and going oh, okay. no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is pretty much Graham Potter's approach to Southampton. Um, he says that's not how I think at all. That's a horrible way of thinking in real life. It is. It's. It's. And it's just funny. You've been. I, I'll, I'll tell you off here. You've been watching too much Andrew Tate on TikTok. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Take that back right what? now. <laughs> Women are things, according yeah, to Andrew Tate. Yeah, um, <laughs> reach through screens and throttle you. Yeah. <laughs> Quite, quite frankly, I think you could kick his ass. I think he's a fake, fake tough guy. He oh, I'd, I'd kill him. I, I, if, I, if I got a chance, I'd kill him. Like, he's yeah. going like that. Yeah. Like, not being, uh, he's awful. No, he's no. an awful human being. Um, anyway, oh, yeah. back to back to football. Um, because yeah. we've we've we had uh, Brendan Rodgers show not so well. Leicester City showed not so great character towards <laughs> Brendan. No, they're fucking awful. Yeah, you know, he just he just he was out. He was out there with his boombox outside the house of Colo Torre. Colo, whatever I did, whatever I said, I didn't mean it. I just want you back for good. Um, and then he got the call from Leicester City and they were like, Brendan, the thing is, you might want Colo Torre back for good, but we don't want you. Get lost. 
yeah. I um, imagine that scenario played out, and uh, yeah, that's that's Brendan done it at uh, Leicester City. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Uh, what do you think went yeah. wrong for Leic- for for Brendan at Leicester? Because he obviously won the the FA Cup <clears> there. I mean, Jamie Vardy got too old. old. Yeah. Um, they got rid of the keeper, never replaced him. Um, and they've just basically been pretty much awful. Surprising, you know, for some reason. I think they've, um, they've spent a couple of years getting rid of their best players and then just not really replacing them. I think the fact that they managed to keep hold of, like, Telemans and Madison. But Who he, are both like, gone at the end of the season. Yeah, like... like I mean, Tillman's going one or three. I think he's he's just gone. But like, if they get relegated, which is a definite possibility, um, I hope they don't because that would prove you right, and I don't want that to happen. Um, if they would be relegated, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Um, but yeah, like saying about like Madison will go definitely, but like they want to, they want someone to pay like fifty, sixty million for him. He'll go for like thirty if they get relegated. Yeah. Yeah, because they'll, be they'll have to sell off his wages. so many of their players. Yeah, um, they just need you know who they need. They need a, a complete. They need a project manager, somebody that could rebuild that team completely. In less in in the in the championship, Graham so Potter. I would say somebody like a Graham Potter wouldn't be bad. Um, maybe even a Vincent Company, but obviously he wouldn't. Somebody like a Vincent Company, not Vincent Company, because uh, he'll be staying at Burnley. Um, but that that would be a Patriera. Yeah, but would he go to the champion? I think Vieira's no. too good for the championship. He's too good for the championship. I, 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 I see Vieira going Vieira to like Leeds. I was just gonna say if Leeds stay up, I think he'd be perfect for them. Vieira. Yeah, Vieira at Leeds or West Ham. God, West Ham. Hey, if West Ham get relegated, right? Or even if they don't, because we're talking about obviously um, when I was looking at transfers and that. And I was like, well, Declan Rice has surely got to go this summer, hasn't he? He yeah. stayed on too long. Like, are they going to expect, still going to expect like 100 million for him? Surely I, not. I guess so, but they shouldn't. Why? Like, they should expect it. If they get relegated, he can't be more than 50. I don't think he can be more than 40 if they get relegated, considering the money he's on. But, but even if they, but the thing is, if they stay up, like, they don't, they don't even just survive and, like, they, like, what? 15th, 16th now? Mm. Um, they've been awful. Like, they might could well be sacked after, like, they got into, like, they had a couple of good, really good seasons, and then he's been diabolical. And they're still going to, even if, if they stay up, like, so, yeah, anyway. Um, it's, but, it's a... maybe, yeah. Vieira, I don't think Vieira would, for me, just suits Leeds. I can see him at Leeds, not West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, I could see him more at Leeds. He, he needs like Leeds need a manager that can rebuild them, and and the job that he did at Crystal Palace, I, I'm sure he'd be able to replicate it on a small budget. He'd be able to replicate that at Leeds, but you know, we've got good, exciting players at Leeds. Yeah, we we'll wait and see. Um, Jesse Marsh, do you see him becoming maybe Leicester manager if they go go down? Because well, he, well, they already they, well they already stopped. They were they, they were pushing, weren't they? And he's, he's but he down, plays a completely contradictory style of football to how they play, so. That was the thing that never quite made sense. But if they got relegated, then maybe, maybe that that would make sense. Maybe well, Everton. It depends if he, if he, would he go down for the championship? I think he would for the right job. 
think he would. But the right one, but then which is the right job for him? Like, because let's face it, he he didn't really do well at Leipzig. He hasn't really done brilliantly at Leeds. Thing was, no, thing is, well, is that the only reason the only reason he got the Leipzig job is because he was Salzburg, Salzburg. manager, and he, and he done well with there. Salzburg. Hmm. He had a very good. He, he done really well with Salzburg. I mean, it's kind of hard not to do good with Salzburg in the in the year. Uh, for the Swiss League. Austrian, um, Austrian uh, Bundesliga. Yeah, Austrian. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. My country's mixed up. Um, the young boys is, Swiss, is Switzerland. Yeah, and Basel. No. Basel, Zurich. Yeah. Um, grasshopper. Grasshoppers, yeah. yeah that, you know what? Whenever you say grasshoppers, I go, I just I think of doing, you know, fucking uh, karate pose. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, so that's the only reason he got the uh, Leipzig job, and it was quite out of his depth because Leipzig is is the Bundesliga is a level above the Austrian Bundesliga. Ten, and obviously levels. Premier League is a level yeah. above that. Mm. So, mm, talk, well. hey, just to, just quickly, just quickly talking about the Bundesliga, that champ, that league, the title race is getting a bit saucy there with mm. uh, Dortmund and uh, Bayern both dropping points today. Union Berlin could be well, well back, back in a shout. Yeah, it could be if they uh, if they pick up a a decent uh, set of res- they they need more than they need to beat Bochum, don't they, tomorrow and hope that. Uh, well, it's not really well, hard, eh, yeah, but they are they are several points behind at this point, so you wouldn't you wouldn't aren't say they, it's likely. Aren't they six six points? Um, fifty one, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're on fifty-one. They uh, Bayern are on fifty-nine. So it's um, oh, uh, an well, eight-point. Yeah, Dortmund on fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah. So if they if they win, they'll they'll reduce it. But we'll we'll wait and see whether they can because they'd be the less they'd be another Leicester City story. I'd love I'd love Union Berlin to to win the Bundesliga. Anyway, uh, so we we've done Brendan Rodgers. We've done Graham Potter. Um, who do we do you see? Um, Dean Smith being a good appointment at Leicester City, or it, it, are they getting relegated? It feels to me like that was the remember when he got sacked from Villa and he got appointed Norwich manager. Yes, and he, when he got relegated, get Norwich back into the Premier League. It feels a bit like that to me. He doesn't seem so, like a very inspiring manager. It, it wasn't a very inspiring choice. Yeah, I saw that and I was thinking, you haven't really improved. Like, I'd say Dean Smith and Brendan Rodgers on the same level. Feels like it to me. I'd say Brendan Rodgers slightly better. Slightly better. Which Brendan Rodgers has... So that's gone down. They've gone down then. Yeah, they, it, it, well, Brendan Rodgers won an FA Cup at least. What has Dean Smith won? <sighs> that's it, I know. That's exactly. It. But they, um, may, maybe, you know what, maybe they're thinking is. Um, He's he's managed in championship before. Maybe they the resign themselves, thinking he'll stay with us in the championship because he, he he won't just leave us as soon as if he got relegated. Mm. I hope Leicester didn't get relegated because that proves me right when I said like last what was it last season <gasps> two seasons ago that they'd be relegated within okay. five years. Right, um, well, and I, well, you know what? And I do happens, love being right. I love being well, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't well, don't I know it because <laughs> you, you smug ass. Loves to mention it every chance we get. So exactly. you've got all your all your all your smugness and all your bragging is out the way now. So if that actually happens, you can't mention it again. 
Look at it. Look at the face. Look at the face. Thing is, just thing so is, happy. right? You know when we, so you know when we made that prediction. You know when we made that prediction. Yes. And you were like, oh yeah, yeah, I can see it. You know what I was doing? We can see I, them getting relegated within five years. Did I vehemently? Did I, did I, yes, I you, said to you, you I don't were. see it happening. Yes. I did, I said to you, I don't see it happening, but I wasn't vehemently like, oh my god, like how can you even think that? I'm not asked yeah. if you do. Right. Your, so your lack you of vision like, is disturbing. Hold it over me like you've beaten me. Your lack of vision is disturbing. Anyway, Everton uh, and Loney Delhi Alley is due to return to the UK <laughs> on Saturday for a review of yeah, an he injury missed... he picked up whilst playing for his... Besiktas. He's getting and, his intake uh, of bath and gas before it gets uh, banned. Yes, I saw that. Um, the Premier League, allegedly. Uh, the Premier League's club medical What's staff allegedly? assesses... I mean, it isn't really, but it, it, I have to say that for legal reasons. I don't want to get sued by Deli Ali. Uh, oh, he is not eligible like to play for the, for the well, toffee. Again, maybe he does. Somebody can clip it. I don't know. Um, I don't think he'll give a shit. He's too <laughs> too busy being injured and shit. Um, <laughs> it's it's quite sad to yeah. see like the fall of Deli Ali quite badly. It's it's just oh, like he's he's now. Oh. Why do you feel like sorry for him? I don't feel sorry for him. I kind of do because he was kind of brilliant for like two, three years, and then uh, it's just. But and and he's, okay, yeah, yeah, he was great, and he got a bit too full of himself. Thought he was the best thing since sliced bread, and then didn't try as much, and has basically been shit ever since. Pretty much. So um, I don't feel yeah. sorry for him. Why would I feel sorry for him? So he's moved. His move to the Turkish Super League. You know what? I love the fact that Harry Redknapp recommended. Frank Lampard signed Deli Alley, and it turned out to be one of the worst decisions, one of the worst transfers. No, I, th- I think what's happened, the whole the whole downfall of Deli Alley came from that Tottenham docu- documentary. Oh yeah, it was, uh, yeah, with, with Mourinho, because yeah. Mourinho did not. Yeah, Mourinho didn't like him because Deli Alley at that point started becoming lazy in training, not being asked at all, and he called him out, and he basically forevermore destroyed. Dali Ali's self-image and self-confidence, and basically Daniel there never played him. Eventually, he gets moved out to Everton. I mean, how much did he pay for him? Uh, can't remember. But I don't remember himself. But they actually paid. They actually paid money for him. Like they actually paid money for him. Like what? And they paid. They actually paid money. Like I wouldn't even pay a quid. And they paid money. They, they paid millions. Um, mm. but then he was shit for them. Always injured. You move on loans. Forty million. Forty million. Forty. Um, oh, sorry. That's it was more. an initial free transfer, which could rise to forty million if certain performance benchmarks were met. They were not. Ten million were due to after his first twenty Everton appearances. How many appearances for Everton has he made? He's made thirteen. Eight. Oh, thirteen. So, so they literally haven't had to pay anything. Because he hasn't played. Oh, he hasn't paid anything. They needed to play twenty. Right. Well, I don't think that's that's not going to happen. Okay. So they've actually they've actually not paid anything for him. Right. That's fine. Then because I was going to say if they end up paying for him, that's more that's more than Liverpool paid for Mane and Salah when we got them. So literally, like, where's waste of money? I mean, he's a waste of space. He's absolutely waste of space. Like, if you feel sorry for him, then you're an idiot because he's done it to himself. He's a big crybaby. And he's the perfect example of a player who's been hyped up at a young age. Because he moved from... Who was he playing for? Uh, was it League 2, was he playing in? Was it... Uh, uh, MK Dons. MK Dons at, like, 17. 
And I mean, when they good they point. battered Man United four 0 like the FA Cup, and he was Cup. primarily and part he was really of the good of that. Of that yeah, game. and he was really good, right? Because he was like seventeen, and he moved to Tottenham. We were actually linked with him. So that was good when we didn't get him. Um, because we were linked to him as well. And he went to Tottenham, and he's really good for them. And he, he a few years Tottenham at the start was really good. And he got hyped up too early. He got hyped up too early. And Mourinho came in and basically Mourinho gives no fucks about who you are. If you don't get on with him, he will like kill you, like mentally. Mm. Um, And that's what's happened. And it's screwed his career over. And basically he's not given a fuck since. Like he's had opportunities where he could have turned his career around and applied himself. But he's he's gone out on loan from Everton. It's not even good enough to play for Everton. Goes out on loan to Besiktas. Um, and like I'm basically an okay team, but it's the Turkish league, like not even great team, league. And he can't even play for them, and then he's got injured somehow, and then he's been sent back to Everton to recover. And instead of actually like you know being getting his recovery done properly, he's getting pitched doing laughing gas in a flat in Manchester. Worst little scumbag in the world. Well, not the worst, because there's people worse than him. He hasn't, he hasn't, was he raped anyone or killed anyone? Not that I know of. Um, he definitely has not. He definitely has not. He's, yeah, he's a rat. He's a rat, basically, because he's, he's, he's basically he had he's had the opportunities. He's, it's a prime example of of, and I've already said this, but when you get too much fame and money at a young age, because he's made a big Premier League move at like eight, seventeen, eighteen years old, and he's been in the mm-hmm. big books, and he hasn't had that control. So he he's that he's, he's, yeah. His ego has been overinflated, and then it's been burst by Mourinho, and it's never recovered recovered since. Well, so, yeah. Well, there, there's your uh, character assassination of Deli Ali. If, if I don't mean to, I, I don't mean to. You just I don't really it as you see. Bit. I just call it as I see it. Yeah, I don't have an opinion one way or another. Um, uh, but he, but he's not helped himself, so I don't have any sympathy for him. Uh, Steve Cooper, moving on, will remain as Nottingham Forest manager, but results and performances must improve immediately. The club sit above the relegation zone. Old goal difference at the moment, uh, despite signing what feels like 500 players the, the during pop, both the summer the and January. Of San yeah, um, pretty much. And, uh, <laughs> and it's still not enough to keep them in the Premier League, potentially. Uh, but to be fair, I think I think I said it when they got promoted. They were lucky to get promoted. Steve Cooper did a heck of a job, and I'd be very surprised if they stayed up. And you know what? Even even though they've spent all that money, I'd still be surprised if they if they stayed up, uh, because it it is just they're just. Do not you think it's between? Let me just think. Hang on. So Southampton are twentieth. Who's who's nineteenth? Leicester. Uh, Leicester. Yeah, and then it's um, it's it's Southampton, Not- Leicester, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, then Everton, Leeds, and Everton right. are currently so outside think, of so it's the between, league. So it's between. I I I think so. Southampton is definitely down. Yeah. I think Leicester. I think Leicester I think comes almost down. Yeah, and so then it's between uh, Everton, Forest. Leeds, and Forest. Yeah, and potentially and West Ham. And then three, they're on thirty. Yeah, West Ham as well. So. Out of them teams, who do you think's most likely? Forrester, Forrester, Everton. Yeah, kind of the same. 
Although I'd be but, but results are, results can be weird though because we say oh West Ham and Leeds we think are more confident as they are. Well, let's have a look at but, Nottingham Forest's fixtures. They've got Manchester United tomorrow. Yeah. Probably not going to win that. They've got you guys, um, so probably not going to win that. Uh, Nottingham <laughs> Forest. And then they've got Brighton. Not going to win that. Then they've got Brentford. Probably not going to win that. Then they've got Southampton. Might win that. Then they've got Chelsea. Might win that one. Then they've got Arsenal. Definitely not winning that one. And then on the final day, they've got Crystal Palace. Definitely not winning that one. Um, Definitely not win against Crystal Palace. No. If Crystal Palace have secured whatever... Actually, no, they might do. Crystal Palace might have an off day, but I, I, I'd expect Palace to beat Nottingham Forest. Let's have a look at Everton's remaining fixtures. They have got uh, Crystal Palace. They won't win that. Uh, unless they play really defensive football. They might get a draw from that. Then they've got Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle have that. wobbled a bit recently. Uh, Leicester no, City. They've been, they've that... been really good until they Yeah. Uh, Leicester, Leicester City, that'll be the crucial one on the 1st of May. That'll yeah, be the big that's, one. Yeah, that's, that's a crucial one. And that. then they're, they're closing... That the way, that. Yeah. Uh, Brighton, Everton. Then Man oh, City. Brighton. Man City. Then Wolves. Wolves? And then Bournemouth on the final day. But Bournemouth have been all right recently as well. Yeah, they've they've really improved. They've pretty much, I mean, they're six points above the relegation zone now, so that they're pretty much yeah. on course to survive, despite yeah, you'd argue not having a problem. Many many of us many of us thought they were going to go down. Yeah, yeah. When they appointed Gary O'Neill permanently, I thought that was a major mistake. Leeds United, though, let's have a look at their running. They've got Liverpool tomorrow. Bulls. Yeah, Fulham no, it's Monday. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, Liverpool Monday. Yeah. Uh, Fulham. Fulham. Leicester. That would be that's, a big one. That's against a close Leicester. one. Uh, Bournemouth. That would be a tough one. Then City. Tough one. They're not winning that one. Uh, then yeah. Newcastle. Probably not winning that one. Then, Both, yeah. Uh, then West Ham away. That That's a tough one. Uh, and yeah. then Tottenham on the final day at home. That could go either way. I think Leeds probably have the more difficult of the of the closing. Let's have a look at West Ham's. Well, I, I look, I but look at them when I'm thinking back on them. I, I, more of those matches for Leeds, I was going that they could get something mm. than Everton and Forest. Well, let's have a look at West Ham's fixes and uh, to throw a spanner in the works for West Ham. Uh, they've also got the Europa Conference League quarterfinals. Yeah, still in Europe. Um, yeah. Which, to be honest, if I was a, if I was, I, I'd argue West Ham should go on and win that because at least even if they'd be relegated, well, they'd still well, they still be in the Europa it. League. <sighs> they'd be in the Europa League. They, they get that additional income is, next should, season. Yeah, they should win that. They should have won last season, and they bottled it. Remember when Birmingham City were relegated from the Premier League, but because they'd won the League Cup that season, they're in the UEFA Cup in the Championship. <laughs> they qualified yeah. for the Europa League whilst they were playing in the Championship. As did Wigan Athletic as well, um, because they won the FA Cup when they were relegated. Uh, West Ham, Arsenal tomorrow. Then they've got Bournemouth. Throw in the the fact that they've got a Thursday night game against Ghent at home, but before the Bournemouth game. Uh, So they've got Arsenal, Ghent, Bournemouth away. That's a tough game. Then they've got you guys at home. Um... Then it's a London derby against Palace at Selhurst Park. Then City away. Then United at home. 
then Brentford away, Leeds at home, Leicester away on the final day. Leicester away, that's going to be a big one. Like, I think their last so many two games are there. massive. The last two games of the season for West Ham are massive, massive games. Yeah. Um, so, who, who, do you reckon, who do you reckon? Forest, Everton, Leeds, West Ham? Could Bournemouth be dragged back into it, or do you think Bournemouth are pretty safe now? I think I think any one of them could be dragged dragged into it. It all depends on results. It's hard to call. So many of these because you look sometimes you look at form between two teams like close together and you think oh they're on the up and the other one's a bit down but then you get a shock result any week it, that that's what's so good about this Premier League. Um, <laughs> yeah, shock results all the time. Anyone can be anyone. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because you're saying like oh West Ham Arsenal tomorrow you think oh definitely Arsenal but. West Ham could do anything, you know. It depends on which one turns up. I would um, view Arsenal as, as probably probably going to win that, but we'll we'll wait and see oh, if... Everton, um... Everton beat Arsenal. Sean Dyche's first mm-hmm. match in charge, they beat Arsenal. Mm. Um, anything happen? Um, oh, I... I'm going to say it's Forest. A, it's a tough... Yeah. Um... I'd say Forest, yeah. Is that because you secretly want Everton to stay up? <laughs> Partially. Um, well, it's a tough one. It's a really, really tough one. I, I, I think it's between them two. Mm. I've seen Forrest now. You could say the part of me that is choosing. Mm. You could say the part of me that's choosing Forrest. Oh, my phone going what? off. No. Let's not have that go off. Um, sorry, my phone going off there. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, so unprofessional. Should have had it on silent. Uh, moving on. So we've had the the referee scandal. Referees attacking players. Referees elbowing players in the head, in the face. Unacceptable. But in Liga MX. They they knee their players in the groin. That's what the referees do uh, in Lucha Libre <laughs> style as well. That's what Liga MX, ah, if you ever Libre. watch Mex- Mexican uh, professional football, they mix it in with a little yeah. bit of violence, a little bit of knees to the groin. Wonderful referee. Uh, so, so, like, like full Lucha Libre, they put the mask on first do the, uh, and then knee them balls. Absolutely. absolutely. That is exactly what they do. And I, I'm trying oh. to get the video here. Because I think I've got the video um, for for this, and I'm going to try right now and share my screen with you to get your actual reaction to right. to this. Uh, can you see that? It's got a stupid. Yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah. So, so here we go. The quality's not great. There we go. So it's a goal. Uh-huh. So it's a goal. So the players go. And they're so right, right, players are rating. Go. Blah, 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 blah. Players surround Here, here the we go. Here's the referee. The Keeper. They're all surrounding yeah. They're all putting pressure pushing on Pushing people around. Pushing people around. Pushing people around. And he's in his face. Ding. And then. Uh, yellow card. Yellow card. Yellow card. Okay. Not an afternoon. Oh, oh there we go. So a player's gone down there. But you, you don't here see it anything. Is. Oh, here, here it is. He's actually done that. That's he's actually I mean, just I mean, gone the player for it. Is like in his face. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's deliberately need him in the no way. 
No, he's actually got that... a need in the balls. Like, that, I'm sorry, <laughs> he's that actually. Ref. As funny that as that is, that ref should be sacked. He's, he's just, actually, he's he's just sent off the... people. Yeah, he's sending he's actually... people off. You know what? You know what? You know what? That, that is so funny because he's not even gone to felt sorry for himself. He's gone, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start sending everyone off. I'm going to start sending everyone off. That is like. Oh, I'm going to start sending Christ. everybody off. Can we try and get a replay of that, please? That'd be I great. Need we need second. So bad. We need, we, we need to get Looking a, back a at old cam from a stupid advert for Google. Um, I don't yeah. want a Google Pixel. So uh, but yeah, no, it was a... We'll try and get a replay of that. But yeah, that was a deliberate knee to the groin. I mean, the player is literally like bunched, like pushed himself up against them, up against his chest, right? And he's like in his face, like... That all all that referee needs to do there is is not even like dead large say some get off me now and I will send you off or just send them off. Here we do go. not need to send and... look like he's in his face in his face and I mean look you know Here do this is. now Here he's is. in his face Here in his face. Boom. Yeah, but he's gotten for a deliberate. I mean, look at the referee's face. He's gone. He, his his face. face goes. Yeah, he pierces his lips. He pierces his lips together like he puts effort in. He's like, he's, he's like, clearly I'm gone. Out. He's like, that referee like should be banned. He's like, grist his teeth and he's gone, bang. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm gonna hurt this guy. I'm gonna hurt this player. Like, he should be absolutely, like, that is intentional. That's no way. If he comes out and he says, oh, I feel really bad about it and all that, no, that's intentional. That, that is, like, that's, that's assault. You should be arrested for that. That's it. Watch it one more like, time. As the referee goes like, to knee face, the player in the. He's like, He's like, I'm not having this. Fuck off. Oh, wow. And I thought it was our referees were bad. Yeah, My goodness. Bit, so a a, yeah, that, I mean, that's like, no offense to Mexican people, but like. The, the player had his hands around his back as well. He couldn't defend himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's bad. Like, if I was. The, honestly, right. And I'm no, no way. I'm not even taking the piss here. If I was the manager. I would have, if I saw that, and one of my players, so hang on. Referee, I would have, I would have ran over that referee and decked him in the face. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, even yeah, care yeah. for Well, no, they all saw it. I, they all saw it. Yeah. Hang on. But Look at their reaction. Not... Look at the pl players react. Bang. Bang. They didn't see it because they're not. But that guy, there's number seven there. So if he saw it. Yeah. But look at them two arguing. Why are they arguing? The managers. Well, he's got his shirt ripped for some reason. Watch this. Look, there you go. Yeah, tear. He's teared. Somebody's teared his. He's teared his shirt or something. He's the managers. He should send himself off for that. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. He should sack himself now. Yeah. Like he should. Absolutely disgraceful. Honestly, like no. Absolutely disgraceful refereeing. If that happened over here. With VR and all that, catching everything, like you would oh, if, have if a man, if you were a manager, if you were a manager and saw that on VAR, you'd be decking that referee. You, you'd go up to the referee I'd, and you you deck him. Yeah, I'd I'd have him on the floor and I'd be I'd be like, you know, you'd absolutely deck him. Um, yeah, absolutely that is disgraceful. So not on. No, so not on. Or would you get the 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 Jurgen Club approach of ah can't. I can't. I can't say anything. I don't want to get fined. Or the Jose Mourinho approach of <laughs> so tired of say being fined that you're not going to say, yeah, <laughs> say what I want. I yeah, the referee's a tit. I have nothing oh. to say. 
I think yeah, I have the referee coming to the dressing room. No, I, I'd, be, I'd go full on Charlie Austin. Yeah. Remember, remember Park Life. Yeah, that video, right? I'd go full on Charlie Austin. I'd be like, fuck that cunt. I'm going to find him in his house with his wife. I'm going to beat him in front of his wife. What are you, you know what I'll, I'll share that video I'll send that video to you and then you can show it share it to people you think our referee is bad have a look at this full on freaking by the way I, I hear I hear that referee's been signed by AAA wrestling in America in Mexico <laughs> he's going to defend yeah, tri- uh, Triple H Triple H saw him and went, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah Triple H saw him um, yeah he's just been signed to Mexican professional wrestling his name is El Ref Referio. Um, El Refo. <laughs> El, El Bolica. And, and his, um, his, 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 no, 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 no. His, his signature, signature move, move is the Diabolico. Well, I, Diabolico. I, I basically, it, I was going to say it's like a knee drop onto the balls. Top rope, like goes in, like jumps. Full knee, bang, to the balls. He calls it the Diabolico. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You El came up with a move. I'll, 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 I'll come up with the name. You come up with the moves. Um, well, the, the, uh, the, the, I was going to say like the, the people's knee drop onto his balls. Yeah. yeah, but this is this is Mexico, remember? So it'd be El yeah. Bolico. <laughs> El Bolico. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the ideas we come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, I love that. I'm saying that referee's a bad man. He's a bad <laughs> yeah, man. that referee needs to be banned for life. Uh, in all seriousness, same with the uh, referee that elbowed um, Andrew Robertson. You know, even referees uh, assistants. Assistant, the, the no, assistant needs to be banned for life as well. Um, I didn't actually see. It. Did think, he just runs think, into? I don't him? think he needs to be banned for life. I just think he, he needs more than what's happened currently. His decision was nothing. And it's it's and what I get I, what I've seen people getting pissed off about is consistency in terms of decisions, because the the you know when Mitrovic pushed the ref right it was not even a, it was, he didn't attack him he mm. pushed him right and it's all oh well people call it was an eight game ban wasn't he on people call him for much serious because uh, uh, you can't not... push referees can't touch referees. Mm. But yeah, sorry, if I'm it's the other way round, it's the other way round, and a ref like linesman, no matter what Robertson's done, because people say, "Oh, because I saw Graham Sunez, and you know what? People call saying Graham Sunez a massive Liverpool apologist. He's a dickhead, right? Because he's saying like, oh, doesn't matter what the referee's done, and Robertson shouldn't be touching the referee and all that, and he's made a big t-. and Roy Keane calling on on, on on national TV calling uh, John half time calling Robertson a big baby. Yes. Get the fuck out of here, Roy Keane, you prick. Like, how immature and unprofessional are you calling the player a big baby? Excuse me, you're mm. the biggest baby in the world. <laughs> but that, you know what, Robertson, all he's done, and you could say, I mean, you could say, oh, he's a little biased forever, but you can say all he's done, if anything, is he's tried to talk to the uh, uh, linesman. Uh, no. The linesman mm. has ignored him. He just you walk past him. So Robertson's gone, hang on a sec. And he's gone up to him, he's grabbed his arm to get his attention. Mm. How in any way does that instigate, in real life or in football, a reaction of, I'm going to fling my elbow backwards towards the face, mm. and he catches him? Now, Robertson think... could have fell down. He could have fell over then. He could have gone down, holding his face, rolling over, like Harry Kane did. He could have done that, and it would have made much change. But because he didn't, because he didn't do that, the referee's got away with it. 
because she always there's a police officer right next to him protecting each other going oh i know this referee he's a nice guy he didn't mean it he feels sorry about it and he do not and it's all corrupt and they protect their own and it's bullshit. he knew what he was doing that he knew what he was doing and he's he's and on all his referee mates all and how the web have gone don't say nothing we'll protect you we'll sort it out and nothing happens. I'm sorry. It's bullshit at the highest order. Inconsistency. If a, if a player can't, if a player gets an eight match ban pushing a referee, then how come a referee and assistant has nothing happen when he, when they elbow a player? Because that's yeah. what what's that doing? That just it, all happens in the future is that you'll have a referee push too far and go a step further, and nothing will happen. Still, it's absolute bullshit. Like no one's asking for. Like, I'm not asking for that guy to be sacked. I'm, I'm not asking to be sacked, but he deserves a ban for for attacking a player. Yeah, he deserves a yeah. minimum of three, four, five match ban. Take him out for a, for a month or so, and then go right. That's your punishment. Come back in now. Mm, oh no, I, 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 I view it slightly differently than you. I, I view it as complete. Well, you're, lay, you're lay low. Well, no. If you're going to be, if if people are going to be outraged about players doing it to, to referees, then it's got to be. It's got yeah, to be yeah, both yeah. sides. It's got to be consistent. It's yeah, got to absolutely. be. I think we agree well, on no that point. The, the, because referees, but referees protect each other. The, the the difference I see is that that is completely unprofessional behaviour. It wasn't a provoked attack. Um, and you know, Robertson isn't going to attack the the player. The the, the call on him being called a baby is un, un, unacceptable. Um, Roy Keane should be ashamed himself for that. Yeah, he he should be. That's a bad take. Because people like you're paid a lot of money to, to give your footballing opinions, not your personal opinions, because. All he does is for, for clicks and act this personality. I'm a big hard man for for, for clicks and likes because people like that personality. If the, let's if, face if it, if the if the linesman had done it to Roy Keane, Roy Keane would have punched him. Yeah, because that's how Roy Keane was. He'd have, he'd have given him a receipt yeah. for that because look at Harlan's dad. Roy Keane calls, he gave Roy, him a re- Roy Keane receipt. Can't accept when another player doesn't like. Like yeah. even even if Robertson had gone down. Because Robertson's not the guy to mess mess around and fake things and that. But if he'd gone down holding his face, even I mean, even at that point, calling him a baby wouldn't have been acceptable. Yeah. But the fact that he hasn't done that is the reason why the referee hasn't had a, 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 a punishment. Because he hasn't gone down. Like if it was Harry Kane or another English player, they would have gone down holding the face. Because yeah, Andy Robertson is, is Scottish and he has a bit, actually has something about him, you know, a bit of, bit of bollocks, you know. Mm. And he can give it, you know, he's, he, he's, he, you know, he, he can give it as well as take it. But a, refer, a, 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 a referee or an assistant or a fourth official, whatever, anyone doing that, put an elbow, if there's a player doing that to a referee or a player doing that to another player, you'd never hear the end of it. Mm. Because the instigator is a referee official, he has all kinds of protection. It's all backhanded. Don't worry, mate, we'll protect you. Nothing will happen, and people forget about it. Mm. Fickle nature of football fans, very short memory. Mm. I, I would I would ban that assistant for life. Um, you've assaulted a player on the pitch. It's unacceptable. Um, I would ban him for life. Uh, same with the Mexican referee that need that player in the bollocks. That's that's a like he should be like that. I mean, the thing is, the angle of the camera you can see that Mexican referee meant to do that, yeah. Like, he's obviously got pissed off. Like, I'm not saying like he's just decided to do it or like 
he's been like premeditated, but obviously his players got up in his face, right? And anyone who gets up in my face, I'm like, yeah, back off. Now, that pisses mm. me off. I can imagine that, that referee probably got pissed off a bit, but you're meant to be the official. Yeah, You're meant to be calm and composed and professional and do your job. You're not meant to... Unfortunately, like, unfortunately and as much... He can't let it get to him. Referee can't let it get to them. So even yeah. if Robertson has been like going at that uh, uh, official, you know, every five minutes or whatever, you know, give him it's just words. Let it go over you. But the fact that Robertson's then gone up to him, sort of, he might have even put, he might have pulled his arm back a little bit to try and get his tension because the because the, the official has ignored him. I try to speak to him, which is mm. rude. And the referee and the official's gone. All right, yeah, you could say, oh, he's been pissed off. But he, he's then turned round. I'm not even turned round. Like in the post turn round, he's he literally put, not even pointed his elbow, like not even like done like a shrugging thing with his shoulder. Mm. He has literally pointed his elbow up and he has swung. That's yeah, but I think the action. linesman sees what he's, he, he's, his intention is to do that. So that's why I think he should be banned for life. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not clocked him. He's not like proper hits him, but he has touched. He has he's touched gone... his chin. Yeah. He's. But it's but it's not like a if someone grabs your arm and you try to yeah, shrug, you, you might just do like a you, you that. do that you do that you go forward but you go forward you don't go backwards not you, you don't drag your elbow and go like that yeah. do you you do you try to shrug your shoulder no, you, go, you shrug your arm you you, you shrug your arm forward, and try and yeah. get them like pull off you you pull forward you don't do yeah. that you don't you know you don't you don't do that yeah. do you no directly aiming towards a player's face. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't need to do that, but, yeah, you know. Um, but even I, still, even still, I'm not. I'm, I, I was never calling for that. Maybe at first I was thinking, you know, because I didn't even catch most of the match. To be honest, um, when I saw it, I was thinking, "What in God's name's gone on?" I was just like, "I've never seen that before ever." Um, but even after looking at people speaking about it, I was just thinking, "I'm not even asking them to be sacked permanently, but." If a player can get an eight-game ban for pushing a referee, not mm. attacking them or shoving them to the floor or anything, or like even like you know, you know, judo throwing them over his shoulder, just a shove. I really want to see chest. that. I really want to see like full-on professional wrestling. Um, just, just like Vince McMahon walking out at halftime. <laughs> Hello here. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I've got a note. <laughs> I've got a yeah. clause in my what? contract that says I'm not allowed to have sex with women in the office anymore. Oh, wait, that actually happened. Um, English oh, football. Oh, imagine, imagine, hey, imagine if he went up to, imagine if he was there and he went to uh, Brendan Rodgers. He's worse than John Terry. Himself. You're fired. <laughs> Arr, fired. I mean, to be fair, um, Vince is looking a bit rough these rem- days, isn't he? Remember when he was linked with buying Newcastle United? <laughs> oh, oh, that was excellent. That was like two oh, weeks of just the rock of the rock turning up at Newcastle and going, "Can you smell what Newcastle is cooking?" And then Steve Austin oh, just comes on remember, and just remember that video I said, yeah, stuns the ref. Yes. Remember the video I said, yeah, it, it was a Coventry, someone threw or something through a window, and it, yes. and it cuts, uh, cuts the stone cold. Sort of yes. <laughs> oh, where's, oh, I need that video. Oh, where is it? Uh, it's on message. Yeah. 
I'll 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 watch it in a bit. Um, oh, English football. I saw that and I was thinking, oh, I need to. Send that. It was just perfect. <laughs> it's really good. Perfect. It really good. It yeah. really was. To be fair, uh, English football's three p.m. blackout is under further pressure after broadcasters indicated a willingness to discuss scrapping the ban on televised games on Saturday afternoons. Uh, quickly, your opinion of the three p.m. blackout? I mean, it doesn't really exist in the EFL anymore with iFollow because I watch Swindon Town most weeks. Three p.m. kickoffs. I'm thoroughly depressed by them. Um, it's the worst investment I've ever made. Uh, but a 3 p.m. <laughs> blackout doesn't really exist. But now you have it. the options to watch the match, though, don't you? Yes. As, as Even though it's behind the, the paywall. It's stuck behind a paywall, but, um, you know, but the if, willing, there, if, if you're willing to pay it, then the 3 p.m. blackout doesn't, doesn't really but, exist but yeah, anymore. You should, be allowed to, you should be allowed to have that option. If you're willing to pay yeah. for it, you should be allowed to... Well, to watch but should any broadcasters to? be allowed to buy the 3 p.m. matches and yeah. show them live? I think they should. I think the 3 p.m. Yeah. blackout is because then be because then you could then if you if you were able to watch every match for your team, then you you could um, understand paying for your Sky and your BT and all that because you have to pay for all sorts. You can't even watch every match for your team. Well, the argument is if you get rid of the 3 p.m. The, the reason that it was bought in is because they thought television would kill football attendances and that was bought in back in the 50s. So, you know, would oh. removing it kill the attendances? Plenty of people There's... still go... Watching mm. football is different from going to a stadium. Yeah. Going to a the stadium to watch a match is an experience in itself. You can't mm. replicate that. So no. you'll still have your lifelong fans... And when I when I steward, you still have people, loads of people who, who I speak to, fans go and say, loads of them say, first time here, first time here, mm. just all getting the opportunity to come over, people from all around the world. I... It's an opportunity, I... and it, it, it's it's a lifetime, once a lifetime experience to go to your football scene, watch a match. I think I think you can replicate it at home. All you need is some cheap plastic seating, uh, overpriced food and drinks, and then some knobhead behind you sh- swearing all the time, and some guy that's really tall sat in front of you, and then you've got the the full match day experience. Well, <laughs> it depends on the um, on your seating where you're sitting in the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, you know when like this is my experience with Anfield, right? You would get the same with other stadiums as well. And I don't know if it's this just Premier League or maybe leagues below as well, but when your team's playing and they're doing well, yeah, the team scores. Mm. The 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 atmosphere and the sound, like when we when we beat Man United seven 0 I wasn't I didn't even see the goals. I was inside at the uh, the concourse in the mm. in the main stands, you know, the big one, um, and just the sound of people jumping up and down and cheering. You can't, you can't replicate that anywhere. Because no, really I was can't. more in awe of that, of the, of the, of the atmosphere, of your team scoring and beating your, your hated enemies. Like, there's no beating that. Like for me at home, I have to sit and be quiet because I watch it with my dad downstairs. <laughs> um, and you know what he can, you know what I can get. Like I get angry and I shout a lot at the TV. Um, no matter what's happening, my dad. I mean, I, I, I say to him, "You don't really care, do you?" Because he just sit, he just wants to sit in silence. Yeah, but he, he just wants to sit and watch the match. He says, oh, "I'm trying to enjoy it." I'm like, and we're playing shit. And I go, "How can you enjoy this?" And it's it's two different ways of watching watching the game because he just wants to. Anal- he's probably does he analyze the game more than you? 
Maybe he's more casual. Like, oh, look at him. He's just very, very casual. I am like a full on like I. Every day on Twitter, I'm looking through all Liverpool stuff. See, I'm that's, full on. That's too much. Would you not agree? Yeah, it is. That's, that's, that's just I, killing it. Because it's it's gotten to a point where if Liverpool, sh- I, I mean, you when Liverpool shit, right? It like, especially if like if we it play ruins, a yeah. Saturday, it ruins my mood yeah, completely, yeah, and I, I, I hate that it makes like I get so pissed off when Liverpool shit, mm-hmm. and so much of my mood is and, and happiness. Is based on it, and it should never be like that because the, the, football is just a sport. But yeah, you become so invested in it, you become so invested in it and tribal. It's very much tribalism. You mm. become so invested into it that if your team aren't doing well, you find it hard to not get angry. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. Um, yeah, it can ruin. And it's it's ruin your weekend. So, well, that's it. So like. That's it. So when I'm when I'm at home, the next time they play. So yeah, I know what you mean. When, when, um, when I'm at home recently, and and, and I watched the match with them, with them, most times it ends up bloody arguing because he wants to sit and watch it, and I get angry. I can't stay quiet. Like if mm. our players misplace a pass, I'm going, oh, for fuck's sake, what's that? You know, and shit like that. Or if we shoot and we miss, and I go, Jesus Christ, fucking can't shoot, dickhead. I mean, Dad just wants to sit and watch. Now, I don't know what he's thinking of. He might be analysing his head, but he never speaks about it with me. Um, so he's just a di- he's just a very, very different kind of supporter than I am. Very, very casual. Um, it's it's yeah, me who sort of tells him what's going on with the club and that mostly. Like, I tell him line up and things like that. Um, yeah, so it, it's... Um, I don't really talk about it with him that much. But so when I'm in the when I do home matches in the stadium, um, with a student, it's 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 very much different because you were. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you, you know where you stand. You, you do hear people effing and blinding. Yeah, of course you do. No, because um, you're right there. You see it in front of you. Yeah. Um, well, it's yeah, it, it's because thing is, most most fans, especially the ones that, like the ones who are like season ticket holders, they just they go they they're there and they go in. And that's it. They'll get a drink, and they'll they'll go sit down. Whereas a lot of a lot of people who are, if it's like their mm. first time, like they come from abroad, especially, they'll, they'll go to like the club. They'll go yeah. to the club store. They'll go yeah, to the club they'll, store. They'll go for the match they'll buy day some experience. Stuff. Yeah. They'll go to the match day experience. They'll do all that. They'll go for something to eat either before or after the match. It's a full day experience for them. So that that's it. So it's it's different, you know. I'd say because they want to experience the whole thing, don't they? they you know, they save up loads of money, come from anywhere. Like I, I spoke to bloody Japanese people, loads of Americans, loads of Irish. Um, I, sp- I spoke to like loads of Eastern Europeans as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, just so it's very good for meeting new people. Um, and people from around yeah, the like, world. What that's it. I've, I've spoke to like little groups of sort of middle aged Indian men. Um, I spoke to so I'm sure it's like a young, I not sound racist, but they, to me they look Japanese, but they could have been Korean or Asian, anything like that. Football fans, yeah. yeah. So far as uh, Asian, yeah. But it's like a young couple, and they were asking me directions, um, things like that. Um, but they were all really nice. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't think you can replicate that. No, um, no, I don't. Not. I don't because even if you were doing like. 
if you do like a, like a headset, like a virtual reality headset, mm. and you were at the match, I still don't think you could be the way it goes. It. I think that's the way eventually it will go. The future, but... it will be played in the metaverse. Yeah, so I, I, or... I just don't think. Or EA Sports FC will get played in the metaverse, and that's that's how you watch all your mates get. But, but, that, but that's it. Like you, you. So, so you'd go there, and you'd, you'd sit in your seat, and you'd, you'd. The thing is, there's that many fans. I think you'd, you'd probably to be a big. You'd still have loads of fans going to the stadium, because all the fans who are there now, you go, okay, we're going to give all you the, the VR experience, right? And some of them, a lot of them go, yeah, 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 or some of them won't. And then those seats that get freed up in the stadium physically, next people come in. You'd always be a demand for seats in the stadium. Um. That's, that's the way it, I think it'll always be. You'll always have people wanting to go to the match physically. And that was this week's edition of the Football Fan Show podcast. Thank you very much for joining myself, Danny, and Callum. Uh, we are back, hopefully next week, on twitch.tv forward slash the Football Fan Show, where you can watch our live streams. And you can check out our YouTube channel as well. We have got my favourite video that I've ever made at the time of university in the UK nearly had a professional football team and it's the story of Bath University or the University of Bath as I should correctly call them. It is a fascinating story of a university nearly having a pro football team. It's brilliant. Go check it out on our YouTube channel. Uh, Links somewhere, you'll find them. Anyway, that is it for now and that is it for us uh, from this week. See you next week. Have a great rest of the week. Bye.